0: Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is Episode 97, Living my life on purpose, turning chaotic situations into non-events. This past week, I went to get my driver's license renewed, and compared to my life before recovery, this was a series of major accomplishments for me. For someone who didn't have the kind of dysfunctional patterns I had, these will sound like a series of non-events. But if you're someone like me, who used to do all kinds of things to sort of shoot yourself in the foot, or what I like to call abandon yourself, then everyday mundane things like this were a bunch of chaotic situations. So you will recognize these as a series of major accomplishments like I do. So it started with the fact that I have money set aside for things like this now. This is what the folks at YNAB call embracing your true expenses. By the way, YNAB stands for you need a budget. And that is the budgeting software I use and love and cannot recommend enough. In the past, this is the type of expense that would throw me for a loop. Then there's the fact that I actually opened the envelope as soon as I grabbed it out of the mailbox. In the past, I would throw any envelope that might possibly be a request for money aside. I'd tell myself, "I'll look at it later." Later could mean days or weeks, and many years ago, it meant never. I opened the envelope and I saw that I needed to renew my license by March 26, the day before my birthday. So, I went online the next day and set up an appointment. Now, this is a huge accomplishment because there have been at least two times in the last 20 years or so that I renewed my license late because I didn't have the money or some other reason. Now, mind you, I was a homeowner and a professional working a well-paying job. It was just that my life was filled with chaos of all kinds. And like, this is just one tiny example. Now, The day of the license renewal, I got into my car and I saw that I had a little bit less than a quarter of a tank of gas and I had to drive about 35 minutes away. So I stopped at the gas station and I filled up. Now, this was an accomplishment because for much of my life, I would have just been like, fuck it, I can make it there. I don't need to worry about filling up right now. I'll just deal with it later. And this, I think, was partially fueled by the sense of urgency I had all the time when I'd put off fueling the tank for a longish ride like that. But I would have this background stress because I'd be wondering if I was going to make it or if there was a gas station on the highway or... Or if, there'd been, if there would be a, a gas station at the exit where I was going. I think this is another example of abandoning myself. I used to do this in myriad ways, in all kinds of big and small ways. So instead of adding all that stress that I don't need, I just got gas. Oh, and I had plenty of time to do it because I gave myself more than a 15-minute buffer of time when I left. Now in the past, if I needed to be somewhere in say 30 minutes, I'd leave like 25 minutes before I needed to get there. And then I'd be pissed off at everyone who was quote in my way because I was trying to travel through time to get there. Now I drive the speed limit. If I'm on the highway, I put it on cruise control at the speed limit so I don't have to worry about changing my speed all the time and I don't worry about the way other people are driving. Another thing that happened on my way home from this trip two speed demons drove around me in the other traffic and I just said bless them. I don't worry about what other people are doing when I'm driving. If somebody pulls in front of me I do whatever I need to do. I slow down, I speed up, I swerve, whatever. But I don't lose my shit because I'm not going to give my serenity away to some stranger. So back to getting my driver's license There's also the fact that I was getting a new picture taken and it will replace the picture I had where I weighed over 100 pounds more than I do now. I've been at my goal weight for over three years now and that is a huge accomplishment. I struggled with my weight my entire adult life. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day which profiled five business and life coaches who've made over $100,000 in a year. And one thing I heard many of them say over and over again is the way you stay at 100K per year is the way you got to 100K. And I think that's true of any change process, not just building a business. They also talked about doing things one day at a time, though they didn't use that language. And they also talked about planning and how important that is. As Vince Lombardi said, the person on the top of the mountain didn't fall there. People don't just happen to have a life that's happy, joyous, and free. And the way I think about it is if you want to have a well-lived life, then you need to act like it. You need to plan your life. As someone who's lost so much weight, food is a good example of something I have to plan. My finances are another. It was only $72 to renew my license, but costs like that used to take me down, Even though I've always been a pretty organized person and a pretty responsible person, when it came to things that were more expensive than like $30 or so, I'd often not have the money because I just spent money like it was burning a hole in my pocket. I acted like there wasn't going to be a tomorrow. So when an expense like this came up, I'd have to wait until I saved up the money. Now I put the money aside all the time including for unexpected expenses and for other things that happen regularly but not necessarily monthly like property taxes and that sort of thing. So all these things I've mentioned, saving money for unexpected expenses, expenses, opening envelopes with bills on them as they are in them as they arrive and setting up my appointment to renew my license weeks before it was due, getting gas as soon as I realized I might need it rather than putting it off because of the sense of urgency I used to live with, driving the speed limit, leaving a buffer of time before you need to get there, and maintaining my weight for over three years from being over 100 pounds heavier for decades. These are all possible because of my recovery. My recovery has enabled me to live my life on purpose. And as the coaches were talking about on that podcast, the way you get there is the way you stay there. So I maintain my conscious contact with my higher power. I continue to go to meetings. I continue to give service. I sponsor. I am sponsored, etc. So the way that I got here is the way that I'm staying here. I don't get to get here and then go back to like laying on the couch and eating bonbons and expect my life to be the same. Because of all of this work, I'm no longer a reactor. I'm an actor in my life. I decide how I want to live. Then I go about setting up my life in such a way that I can do that And this definitely requires planning. You cannot live a life on purpose without doing some kind of planning. This lifestyle has also required me to develop healthy boundaries. Boundaries are one of the greatest gifts I've gotten from my recovery, and they are also one of my greatest tools of recovery. Speaking of which, I am going to be hosting a five-day boundaries challenge, March 15th to 19th, and I would love it if you would join me. You'll hear about that soon on my social media. I'm at Higher Power Coaching if you're not already following me. One last thing before I sign off. As you've probably heard, uh, my 100th podcast episode is coming up soon. It's going to be recorded on Sunday, March 7th but it won't come out until March 22nd. I'm really excited because the program is finally all set. It's going to be video recorded and then the audio will be played on the podcast. I will be releasing the video on Patreon. I will have two guest musicians, TJ and Vange, both of whom have written music about recovery. I'll have three other guests joining us, some of my guests are people of color who may or may not talk specifically about being people of color in recovery, and they're joining because it's important to have voices and perspectives other than my white voice and experience talking about recovery. All five of the guests will be sharing their experience, strength, and hope. I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to share a couple of brief readings from recovery literature. So I sincerely hope that you will tune in to podcast episode number one hundred. That is it for today. Remember, healing is possible. It's never too late to recover and no one is beyond hope. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net, or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life, like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.